0: we <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 116 of Hearty Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howitt. This weary traveller over here is Christopher Taylor. And we're here to do role-playing games all over the place until he tells to stop. Just thousands of them knocking all over the shop. It's awful. Just, just loose. Hello. Oh, no, Hello. I will get to my kitchen for him. Hello, dear listener. We've had a busy week. Writing. We are mm-hmm. finally getting to write. Heart is now out, as you will have noticed. We the released pla- the, the playtest is out.
1: The non-final oh, yeah, 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 document yeah. is out.
0: Yeah, sorry. Should stress the non-final teaser, free preview of Heart is out, and everyone's very. Everyone seems to be pretty happy with it, which is nice. We're still waiting for some playtest stuff to come through, but uh, it means that, that, that we, we can so we can stop trying to write systems things, and I can just really lean into writing sad animals you have to kill.
1: Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun recently making uh, Mm. the adversaries that you're going to have Mm. to deal with. And I was going to use the word fight, but in a lot of cases that's just not true.
0: Yeah, so like for instance yesterday we spent, I'm going to say, a full hour and 15 minutes working out what a minotaur could be. Mm. And I love it. Yes, eventually we settled on a very big man. (laughs) (laughs) It's a large gentleman, yes. He's a very big man. He doesn't even have a bullhead. Anyway, you'll learn more when you buy Heart. Released stores, 2020. I we, t- we are going to Tabletop Games Live. We are over the summer. We went to Tabletop Games Live last year. We didn't have a stall, uh, which was smart because it's a board games and primarily a war games convention. But this year, seeing as it's 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 in Crystal Palace, we figured we'd uh we'd, it's not Crystal Palace. It's it's Alexandra Palace. Uh, we figured we'd go down, buy a table, you know, yeah. put some books on it, exhibit, say hello, show that there's RPG designers around who aren't who aren't scared. Hello, fellow
1: wargamer. You can also do a role play.
0: Hey, what if what if you could do whatever you wanted? You mean like take cover and move? Yeah, sure. Give me some money.
1: <laughs> That'll be a tenner, please, chump friend. <laughs> I said friend.
0: Um, they sent us over some magazine. You can hear. The magazine. This, this over. Thank you. They, they produce two magazines. There's one which is Tabletop um, tabletop Gaming Magazine, and there's one which is Miniature War Games. And Tabletop Magazine is an industry magazine. It feels a bit like MCV. Yes, uh, that's, for yes the, that's a very
1: good comparison.
0: Which I think is, a, is actually, actually... MCV is more niche than mm. Tabletop Gaming Magazine. MCV is an industry magazine for the video games. Lots of uh, charts in it. What,
1: what does it stand for? My Computer Video...
0: They don't really understand yes. what they're doing. It does. It does. It's a, It's staggeringly inept. The it's done by. Their, it was named by their dads. Well, that's nice. Uh, so that's 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 more of it. that's more of a trade magazine, and it's more about. It's, it's more. Oh, here are the hotshots, and here are like here's here's the new development in the field of role playing games, and I'm either reading about games which are more successful or worse than mine, so I get jealous. <laughs> Whereas Miniature War Games has been written by, from what I can tell, a shed full of dads. Oh. I love miniature war games very much. It the the, the one they sent me, and like I'm I like they sent me a free copy because they wanted us to get they adver- wanted us to buy advertising. I'm not hugely interested, I don't think the markets are right, but they sent us a couple of free magazines, and the one they sent me had boats stuck to the front. Little plastic boats. <laughs> a German boat and an American boat. Now, I will say, you do not get enough boats to play the exclusive boat-themed scenario that comes <laughs> on the inside of the magazine. You need to find a friend. Which needs over 300 boats. That is very much the theme of Miniature Wargames magazine. It's, it, there's, it was 75 years since D-Day, and so why don't they have a, a, a scenario commemorating D-Day? And the first page is spent explaining how they didn't have the right kind of bridges to do the fight they want. Oh. It's so... Gentle. That's it's so a, charming. It's just a series of dads who like painting things grey, and I like it very much. And getting the right markings on the right ship. Chris, there's a four-page article on how to make a tree. Oh! Pictures taken by the author. Oh, I just... Mm. That's good. Can't recommend it enough. Lovely little magazine. Even if, even if you don't like historical war games, <laughs> it's really charming. <laughs> You can yeah, it's it's been it's been written, printed, and read in a shed. It's great. Glorious. Uh, in, That's in the intro. In,
1: in other convention news it is it is getting inexorably closer to
0: Gen Con. I'm really scared. It's gonna be so weird. It's gonna be so hot all the time. Like I I'm gonna be
1: I genuinely have problems when there's more than, say, four people in one place.
0: Yeah. And I've yeah, heard you... rumours
1: of up to ten at Gen Con.
0: I think I think we we can say safely there are at least ten people at Gen Con.
1: Mm. I think that maybe so, their tickets, like for fire safety rules, cap out of maybe fifty,
0: but I hope so. But it's 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 scary how big the whole thing is going to become, and so I want it to stop. However, <laughs> I signed up for it, and we're and we're gonna make we're gonna make loads of money. Eventually. And friends. Or,
1: or and friends. Lovely people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to meet lots of people. We're going to get lots of opportunities. We're going to have a cool time in Indianapolis with our new friends. And then eventually someone will be like, hey, kid. He's, he's, he's chewing a cigar. Hey, I like what you're with role-playing games. Get on board my yacht. Oh, fuck, it's Matt Mercer. Hey, get on board my yacht. And why don't you write role-playing games for me and wear a little hat? And then we'll make lots of money. That's the plan anyway. That's exactly
1: how it's going to go. We're going to party on Matt Mercer's yacht. Yeah. I say party, we're going to be locked doing spreadsheets.
0: Yes, we're going to work on Matt Mercer's yacht.
1: <laughs> in oh, tiny oh. pants, being showered <laughs> in champagne, Os dancing to an inappropriate rap song. <laughs>
0: this, this frenetic go-go music playing, and Matt Mercer is wandering around handing out spreadsheets somehow.
1: He's an odd man.
0: I want those numbers on my desk by five. God, you look hot. Put on this little cowboy hat.
1: <laughs> his desk is in his office, back in town. You have to swim back with the, with a the floppy disk. Mm-hmm. Let's do the show. Let's do the show. Do you want a question? Because that is the traditional format that we follow here on the Hearty Dice Friends.
0: Yeah, that's the whole concept of the show. Make it happen.
1: I will. Um, Leo6846 uh, says, One of my players won't tell me his backstory. Now, I realise that that was not posed in the form of a question. <laughs> but I wanted to discuss it. Because in the post, in the post on Reddit... What did,
0: what did your elf do? <laughs> tell me. In
1: the post on Reddit, it's like, should I make him tell
0: me? <laughs> that's that's fucking adorable.
1: I love DM Academy. It's gorgeous.
0: Like, this, mate, this is an absolute blessing. hmm you want none of your characters to tell you your backstory. <laughs> tell you their backstory. Like if if all the others are sending you eight page things with, oh I, this was the name of my village that burned and here here were my parents' names before they died. It were orcs, you know.
1: They did if mention also... it was multiple pages.
0: Yeah. So I think this player is really setting themselves up for for huge disappointment. Mm-hmm because they know what happened but no one else does and it seems weird that you wouldn't communicate that to the to, to who is effectively a, someone who is an all-seeing eye
1: yes it it like the the poster postulated that they were keeping it hidden so they could do a slow reveal
0: well, make a slow reveal to the other players tell the GM so they can help
1: mm. and it's it was wonderful seeing the the comments because it's actually an interesting look at how different groups DM like when I say mm. groups, I mean like story gamers, yeah. track gamers, that sort of stuff, rather than getting viewers, rather than getting like really specific into different types of gamers, just like the real mm-hmm. broad categories. Um, because the main upvoted uh, reply on this thread was no, make him tell you what if he derails your plot.
0: That's different. From the way I was thinking about it, but yes,
1: that's my point. Like you're thinking about this in a completely different way. Like what if what if he changes the way the adventure goes? You want that? He
0: he has no power here. Yeah. F- f- fill his pockets full of bees.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and like it's interesting looking at this and seeing some DMs going, "No, this is the worst thing possible," because mm. you've written something perfect. <gasps> what if they try- what if they change that? Yeah. And I was looking at this going, that sounds pretty cool.
0: Yeah, like... We'll
1: find out later what happens.
0: I guess. Like, I I, th- I don't think anyone should write backstory for their character.
1: I, I like a little bit of... Um, not backstory, but, like, when I say describe your character.
0: Give us some hooks.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily mean, like, describe everything that's ever happened to your character. Mm. But it's like, they were kicked out of their temple for X is cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because All then I know, like, cool. Those you were kicked out of your main religion. Yeah. I know that those guys don't like you.
0: That's 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 the that's the, what's what's the crux? What's the drama at your character? Yes, like like wh- like, why are you doing this now? Because we've got we've got to presume if you are doing role playing stuff, this isn't what you want to be doing. <laughs> like, generally, the events that happen in a role playing game are not great for the characters.
1: No, it it, genu- it generally ends badly for them. Mm.
0: So, I mean, don't. I mean, like, just enjoy this. Don't let this gift horse in the mouth. Let them, let them be disappointed, and then what I would start doing is two options: one, guess their backstory, assume it, assume it, or two, you know, bring them out for a drink, you know, like like invite them out to dinner, like you know, like start off maybe with a cocktail, bottle of wine. Some brandy afterwards. See if you can trick them into telling you.
1: <laughs> Woo them for a period of months. Marry them. Yeah, yeah. Force them to move yeah. in with you. And Don't then force them to move in with you. Force them.
0: Move it. Hi, hide in their house and move in with them without, in with them without
1: <laughs> telling until you can finally sneak a peek at their documents. <laughs> so it's playing the long game, but I think it really pays yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Chris, this would did you make like me, the question.
1: This did oh. make me think about a potential other way of playing a role-playing game. Right, where your players all get together and write a page of backstory. Okay. And then the DM has to deal with that. Like, I mean, yes. four players together write one page, not four separate pages. They all collaborate on a backstory it, for it, all it, their characters. Backstory.
0: Oh, like a group backstory. Yeah, like a group
1: backstory. Yeah. The details a load of other stuff. And then you give it to the GM mm-hmm. like the day before the, 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 the game's meant mm-hmm. to start. And then they can use that to work out what the game's going to be.
0: Yeah, it's kind of how we did it with Unbound.
1: Kind of, but we did that all at the table. But I would like the idea that you've got, if you want it, some prep time.
0: Yeah, you've got, like, um, I suppose, like, uh, at the end of Session Zero, uh, the characters have their fates, which mm. are, um, like, like basically scenes we'd like to see. And you make you make up one fate of your own, the group makes up another fate for you, the GM gets a few fates, and so you know what the scenes are going to be before, uh, like, by the end of Session Zero. And I think like it could be quite fun to say to like like to give them all the word document and say, cool, you have maximum six hundred words to tell me what's going on. Give me as much as you can. Yeah. That could be quite good fun.
1: I quite like that.
0: Saldero San ninety nine writes in, hmm Is it okay if I copy things from other people's game?
1: I love DM Academy. <laughs> I love it.
0: It's so sweet, isn't it?
1: It's so pure and innocent because... Yeah. So, to give people some idea that haven't been to Reddit DM Academy... Yes,
0: yes. Should also know we started drawing from other Reddits.
1: Yes. Um,
0: Our RPG is bad.
1: DM great. Academy is 999 recurring percent basic D&D. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, it's very much for new people who are getting into DMing. Mm. Um, you don't get on Reddit RPG you get a lot of jaded assholes us yes going well I've played GURPS for 60 years and I think that you're wrong <laughs> I was like well you, you're probably right because I haven't read every book from GURPS um, whereas in here it's, it's can I have kittens in my game is that okay yeah. and it's so endearing
0: one of my players wants to talk during combat I hope this is okay
1: I've I let them,
0: I let them, but I just want to check if it was okay with you. Mm,
1: it's it's that level, and seeing somebody go. Is it okay if I copy things from other people's games?
0: Mm. Yes. Listen, My entire career is you know, <laughs> on copying things, mainly from John Harper. I like to think of myself as a sort of ragged John Harper homunculus. Okay. A heartmunculus, if you will. Oh, that's good. Even if you won't. No, it wasn't good. But you can't copyright a game mechanic, which is which is great. For for those of us starting out and we're just terrible. Now I'm here.
1: <laughs> it was an excellent <laughs> leg up, but now yeah. it's a problem to our livelihoods.
0: Yeah. However, you can't copyright a game mechanic. But like, there's I think there's a certain amount of um, pride and like craftsmanship in creating something new or reinter or reinterpret reinterpre- reinterpreting the word yeah, reinterpreting things. So like, you you create a new take on something. So mm. like. Uh, like honey Heist while it copies lasers and feelings and uh, three sixteen and all that bubble gum it's it takes those ideas and it builds on them. I wouldn't i don't I don't think it's better than any of those things, but it it takes it in a different direction
1: yes like you, it, puts, you, it, it definitely tells different stories
0: it put bears in
1: yeah
0: yeah, and it has different mechanics as well. It's a work of genius, whatever <laughs> Pointless you can and should steal things from other people's games. All you have to do is say, inspired by at the start. And then you can do what you want.
1: I think what they're specifically referencing is like, can they watch Critical Role and go, that was a cool scene. I can or, use can I use it?
0: Or do they mean like other people's character sheets? <laughs> like, can I can I sneak into my friendly local game store and just like ab some of the people's character sheets and use them for my company.
1: Well it's copying them so it's like trying uh, to get them okay. it's trying to get them like trying to copy the answers during a test you just right, sit yes. next to people and just crib. So from Critical Role? Yeah and that's that's fantastic. Like steal from films.
0: Oh my god yes definitely steal from films.
1: Steal from books. Steal from every role playing book you've ever read because it's going to be amazing. Like You can take a sci-fi Scene like you take you take that bit in Alien when Ripley's in the vents mm-hmm. and you go okay that's really cool No, I can't use it though because I'm in a fantasy setting yes you can suddenly you're in tunnels it's a tunnel really thin tunnels lich. it's a lich scrambling about in the ceiling <laughs> it's,
0: it's, a, it's not Ripley it's a lich it's trying to get away through an event just
1: scuttling around using mage hand
0: get your hands off her you lich <laughs> that's good. Thank you. I, I will say one thing. What you want to do, and this is this is uh, perhaps indicative of the way that, uh, that that my that my um my style has grown as I and, and also the sort of company I keep in, ter- in terms of my groups. My groups are mainly made up of people who don't read role playing games or yes. really understand role playing games. So like. If I like if I went up to any of my groups and I said, Oh, it's like stars with that number, no one would know what that was. I see. Which means you can steal everything and (laughs) anything, and they don't know. They don't know that it's not your your original perfect idea. Now, the problem is if you have a group full of people who are as well read in terms of RPGs as you are, it much harder to steal things.
1: Ah, but what you do get if they
0: notice
1: What you do get in that case is oh that was a clever reference. Yes,
0: reference. Yes, I mm. meant to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an
1: homage.
0: Yes, A bit like when I when I um, stole an an Edie's joke on the panel last week, and someone was like, "Good Eddie art reference." Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I didn't just accidentally repeat something he said twenty years ago.
1: Were you just standing on desk going,
0: I want the whiskey into the it No, no, it was a shoe shop joke. Okay. Copy things by all means. Please. Take things, um, and films are good. Books are better because no one reads those.
1: Yeah, old hat. And like, if you if you're the sort of person that reads um, adventures for campaigns and, and settings, like I am, you are yes. Then just take like half from one, half from the other, and jam it together into a beautiful cut and shut adventure.
0: Yes, That that's your favourite way of running Cthulhu, isn't it? I love it. To just sort of take bits you like and smush them together.
1: Yeah, and also, because I I often play Call of Cthulhu with people who have played Call of Cthulhu for like a decade. Mm-hmm. They know all the adventures.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's wonderful to see them go like, oh, I know this, this is the, this is the haunting, we're playing the haunting. And mm-hmm. they go, yes, we are, I'm glad you've noticed. Hop in the spaceship. <laughs> yes, get in my mask of the you idiot. <laughs> um... And yeah, you just... You just I the have a gun. Um, and mm. there's, and for, for instance, there's things like uh, the recent Trail of Cthulhu product called the Book of Hideous Monsters. Okay. Um, which is *Troll of Cthulhu's wonderful way of changing how every single monster exists in your world.
0: Oh, I do like it when they do that.
1: So for those that don't know, in Trail of Cthulhu, there's, uh, when they do the great old ones they find new ways to describe them. So, for instance, Cthulhu isn't necessarily just a big, wet dude with tentacle faces. They describe them as the R-complex in the brain. like oh, the, yeah. the original, like, lizard programming in the back of your head. And that's what Cthulhu is. And then, uh, also, it's a big, gibbering thing. Or it's a distributed religion. The god doesn't exist. And, like, they give you five or six completely conflicting... Different mm. ways of looking at a character and, a, mm. and a, an entity.
0: I really like it when when games give four or five conflicting explanations for things. It's like, yeah, it's all of them. No one knows. Go.
1: Yeah, it's, it, you, you can't be wrong. No, it's your world. And people forget that. And like, mm. DM Academy is a is an interesting look at that again because it's mainly people new to the hobby. Mm. Um, they forget that their games are their games.
0: I think it's I think it's challenging because like there's there's a level of uh, of expectations which are, which players are which players have especially if you're using like an established setting yeah. and so there's there's a comfort and an excitement in exploring that basically like fan fiction within that setting and so mastery of that setting brings with it a mastery of the world and that's kind of fun and if you're saying like oh no skeletons are in fact um intelligent now and they're your best friend and they're in politics Whereas before they were all like like scrabbling monsters, you know, scrabbling that word. Yeah, that big word. Then, then the players that might lead to dissonance between your players' expectations and reality, and that can be kind of, that can be unsatisfying. But in other news, is your game fuck them? Yeah,
1: <laughs> they signed up for this shit.
0: Yeah, That's Chris, ask me a question. I
1: will ask you a question. Uh, Josh in our Hearted Dice Friends Discord asked, "What are some real-world mythologies that need more RPG love?" Because we've got a lot of Greek
0: We've got a fair amount of Greek We've got a lot of Nordic
1: Yep but the Can't Nordic move is for good. the Nordic
0: We've got I'd love to see some old English stuff honestly
1: That would be good actually
0: And like Celtics can I'd like English Celtic that sort of Because like we've, prim- we've primarily got Greek and Roman Yes, in that level of mythology, that was like that was what D and D seemed to pick as the as the monster. and that's where like honestly most of the best monsters are from. They're really cool. The monsters yeah. in Greek and, uh, in Greek mythology, big fan. However, there are lots of them. I think that um your your Polynesian, your Malaysian, your um where every monster is part of a vampire that flies around and eats children or poop or, or necks. Poop.
1: just just eating just the neck, that sort of stuff.
0: Uh, I think I think the challenges like um Greek mythology has become subsequently um it's it's so broadly understood and it's been such an influence on culture that it doesn't feel necessarily it, i I don't believe it's appropriative to explore greek culture i I, I don't uh, sorry to to explore Greek mythology in that way.
1: We're taught it in uh, schools
0: we're taught it in schools. we have it in like and like everyone knows what Icarus is, everyone knows what the Minotaur is. Mm. Very few people know what a is. Is I don't even know
1: whether <laughs> I pronounced that right. <laughs>
0: Penangalan. <laughs> Penangalan.
1: I'm I'm going to put forward yeah. something very close to home here. Okay. Irish.
0: Yeah. There's some good stuff. We need to get
1: in on that Irish mythology. Cuchulainn, Morrigan, mm. and I've forgotten names of some and others, and would probably mispronounce them. Yes, for um, sure. But like, for instance, uh, was it Sion? Sion yes. had some interesting looks. Why well, I say interesting looks, it at least featured the Irish mythology. Yeah.
0: Yes, uh, the, the the Sion uh, companion had um, you could play from that pantheon.
1: Yeah, and interestingly, In the there. video game Smite, yes, which is a moba, a third person moba, where you play <laughs> gods, and one of the pantheons is Irish, mm. and it's wonderful. I
0: I think the challenge is finding writers from that culture who've grown up immersed in it. Sure, and like and like the, the other thing is that I haven't grown up immersed in English folklore.
1: No, none of us have really. I'm
0: I'm I'm from there. I've spent a lot of time in Scotland and England, and you know, uh, the a part of Portugal so full of expats, it's basically just warm England. Mm. But it comes as a surprise to me. When I when, like when I learn about this mythology, because it is it's simply it's it's gone now. It isn't taught, and I think like we've got other like you, for example, like you grew up um, with, I think more commonly accepted mythos and more commonly accepted like like folk religion. Yeah, folk I think beliefs. I
1: think I'd push it almost into the category of superstition.
0: Yeah, which is religion's just superstition. Yes, like no, you but you know
1: I mean. what I mean, like um, yeah, like nobody's really saying that there's you know a black dog that walks the moors. Yeah, but
0: you learn. But what if there was you learn
1: of the relig- of, of the the, the belief mm. that there is, and like
0: the way that I greet magpies. Yep, I w- I was saluting magpies in the park today.
1: See, it's interesting that uh, we had, recently had a talk about this on on the mm. Um I I have a very formalized structure of mm-hmm. how I greet magpies. You salute them. Mm-hmm. Other people ask after the sisters, and there's different yeah. things for the same superstition.
0: Mm. I think, like, like I mean, it's weird because, like, this is maybe not the not the best topic for a comedy podcast, but these are all rites, these are all rituals which we undertake to make ourselves feel more comfortable and to try and impose some meaning on the world. Exactly, yeah. And they're no different from these other folk, and so like the myotaur is simply an expression of a fear of mazes. Really, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um but there's there's an awful lot of um essentially indigenous populations who have beautiful mythologies. Mm. Like you've got um the Aboriginal um um Australians.
0: Mm. Astonishing stuff. And we're not we can't really we're not allowed it.
1: Uh, that's not something I can mess with.
0: Yeah. But like, we can't like, it's not it's not for us. But, but it's, it's cool as hell we're and somebody should do yeah. that.
1: Or oh god, I've forgotten their names. The Canadian North, northern Northern Ar- Arctic Circle area, mm-hmm. yeah. There's some beautiful um, uh, mythologies. I'm about to say religions, and mm. they're kind of intertwined, but specifically yeah. mythologies, legends. Yeah, from that from that area, or I mean, mm. like we've we've taken we, we we've cherry picked the coolest stuff from Eastern Europe. Mm. Like we've yeah. we've taken the the standard concept of vampire. Mm. But not all the other weird
0: stuff. The Dampier. yes, just half vampire, half human,
1: um, and all sorts of other things. And it's there's, oh. a, there's a wonderful, rich vein to be mined there. And while I think yeah. that we could probably stick our roar in Eastern Europe, maybe.
0: Oh yeah, you know, around the Caucasus will be fine. I think we
1: get as far as sort of bits of Russia, but anything past that is
0: just so have very we different. Have, we've never conquered Russia, have we? No. It's one of the few places we haven't been.
1: No, it's miles and miles of arable farmland. Right. Is it arable? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they grow a Yeah. So, good luck to them. We just went, oh, that looks cold and too far away.
0: (laughs) You know what? I'm only going to invade this three or four times tops. (laughs) Where's where's
1: warmer? Anyone got any weird animals? (laughs) I mean, India's just south of there, sir.
0: Well, target picked. (laughs) Set a course for colonialism. (laughs) I have a question for you. Please ask it. The Mysterious Stranger writes it. Now, The Mysterious Stranger uh, writes in with um, quite a long intro. And I think we're going to just skip over the intro and get right to the question. (laughs) Because it's a very good question. The Mysterious Stranger writes in, Necromancy gets a bad rap. It's just taboo recycling. So why is it so often outlawed? Honourable members of the Hearty Dice Jury, today we write this injustice. Which schools of magic should actually be in the dock for their crimes?
1: Interesting. So we're taking necromancy as being a legal profession.
0: Yes. A necromancer. Same way you'd be a milliner.
1: Yeah. You're somebody who does stuff with dead
0: people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, priest is already... I mean, like, we've got... I would argue that a priest is already a necromancer in that they do like they give last rites. They uh they like they they ensure the safe passage of the of, of the soul to the afterlife. So there's some necromancy there. It doesn't always have to be bringing them back.
1: Sending them away counts as necromancy. Yeah. Um so I'm going to say conjuration. Really? Conjuration needs to be illegal. Why is that? Now, the thing about conjuration, you see, mm-hmm. Right. is it's very hard to tax. It is very hard to tax. And if you're just conjuring stuff up all over the place, <laughs> who's going to pay for the schools? <laughs> like, that road isn't repairing
0: itself. No. There's a lot of people, a lot of people moving to conjuration havens. Yes, yeah, just a, just a sort of oil rigs off the turf. Well, sorry, sorry. Like their official offices will be in conjuration havens, but obviously they'll be in water deeper. What have you? Yes, yeah. And just they'll just make a bunch of oil. mirrors or whatever and flog them. It's ridiculous. Or a horse, or a full horse. Is that is that? I guess that it, does it. Last a horse when you conjure
1: it. Well, I mean that's the thing. Like you, so you conjure yourself a horse, right? Yeah, gorgeous best horse.
0: Sexy horse,
1: just the hottest horse, like Bugs Big Bunny eyelashes. horse. You
0: know, like Bugs Bunny dressed as a lady horse. Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. Uh,
1: you sell that horse, and three hours later, yeah. it's gone. Oh. You fulfilled your side of the bargain. You gave that person a horse.
0: I think. I think that would be a best frowned upon. But like, you don't get a warranty. Caveat emptor, I suppose. Yeah,
1: there's like if if. In our world, if electronics breaks, mm-hmm. you've got five years mm. that that shouldn't just fail on you.
0: What if a horse breaks?
1: If a horse breaks, then that's the same thing. You've got five years, I guess. Can, can you get
0: a warranty on a horse? As,
1: that, Probably. That, see, that is up to your local principality. Yes. But if there is now no horse... hmm i sold it to you what you're gonna argue in court that you the that, that, that your horse disappeared or that you lost the horse where do we stand
0: here i mean if the guy's dressed like a cleric of horses you've maybe got a bit more to
1: no i mean you
0: to go on that's you, profiling isn't it
1: yeah you can't have that like oh he's dressed funny well it must be it must be a criminal
0: this does this does bring me to a to a problem i have with dungeons and dragons
1: hmm
0: one of my many problems with dungeons and dragons it's that the world isn't set up as though magic exists. No. Eberron it, is.
1: Eberron home is. They've got electric trains.
0: Well, magic trains. Well,
1: yes, but they summon some yes. storm elementals to, th- yeah. to throw lightning yeah. into the tracks, you know?
0: Yeah. They've got electric trains. They've got, like, wizards who catch people who fall off floating cities. They've And taken then the idea. charge
1: them, which I love.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's brilliant. I, ab- I absolutely love it. It's very clever. But D&D seems to take place in a sort of medieval-ish renaissance style of place. And magic isn't real. Except when a wizard shows up, magic is real. And there's so many like low-level tricks that wizards can do yeah. that would that would mean that, that basically they could operate as a powerful grifter. And no one ever thinks to check, like, oh, hang on a sec. Is this horse a magic horse? And that bothers me. I think, but it's quite hard to wrap your head around the idea yeah. of how, like, if if magic is common, like, what sort of restrictions and superstitions we'd have there. But like in your in your classic D anD D, and
1: I'm I'm actually going to go off of second edition here. I know this sounds so. strange, but it's only the it's the only place where I can remember this definitely happening. Right. So um, you could start off as a zero level character in second edition. Mm-hmm. You could start off as a noble, a villager, etc. Right. So that gives us a playable way of just being that common villager, right? Yeah. Now, in in the D&D world, everything has an XP reward. Yes. Whether you deal with the problem or circumvent the problem, mm-hmm. you gain XP. Yes. You also get XP for gold in 2nd edition. Now, as it stands, the standard wage of a... Villager works out to about mm-hmm. one gold a year, roughly, in second edition. Okay. It's not a lot. No. So, five years, you'd have five XP. Brilliant. But now, what if you were working as a butcher? Specifically, oh. in a slaughterhouse. Yes, a slaughter... Slaughterman? So, every time you kill sheep, cows, what have you, you're Jesus. gaining XP. Is that where wizards come from? So what it's going to mean is that it, within the space of roughly a month you're going to have a first layer every single person working in the slaughterhouse is going to, is going to be at first level
0: interesting
1: and what you do is you rotate them out mm. like, Send them cool, off. you've done your month like you, you do it like military service yeah you need month. to go and, and murder these things. things next lot in and you keep pumping out and you fill the world with first level characters. <laughs> Everybody, just as they get out of school, is magic. And now oh, like, it's easier to get to second level because you've got Fireball. Well, not Fireball. Yeah, but well, you have know got. I mean? Well, you've got, yeah, I mean you've got
0: you've got your first level, in, in, presumably Sheep Killer. It'd have to be, be a special class.
1: <laughs> no, no, it'd be like you pick like, Wizard, Rogue, suddenly you know how to backflip with knives.
0: <laughs> I'm a Paladin now. Where'd this plate, where
1: plate armour and horse come from? <laughs> I am a Bard. He oh, must have done Space. well on his SATs. <laughs>
0: I'm religious now. (laughs) I'm a priest. Okay. (laughs) So I think enchantment. Is it enchantment? Beguilement? The one which has charm person then? Yeah, let's go with enchantment. Hugely problematic. Oh, huge issues there. Never at all mentioned that what you're doing is you go up to someone and say, Hey, we're best friends now. And they're like, oh yeah, cool, best friends. Sounds good. I'll help you out. Like, that's that's pretty creepy.
1: Yeah. Give me all of your money. No. Alakazam.
0: Yes. Yes, here you go, sir. Not a problem. Yes, I and... will
1: sign over a legal contract saying that I've given you all of my money and that's okay.
0: Yeah. Like, there are a there's a huge amount of problems around that mind and so like I will say um, there was a incomplete scoundrel. There was a prestige class which which revolved around basically mind controlling people permanently, so they fought for you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> not people, monsters. Different thing entirely. And the picture is of a gnome with a Minotaur, and the Minotaur like, ooh huh? and then i pointing and being like, kill those people for me, Minotaur. Oh, I have no will of my own anymore. And you did have to be evil to take that class. Well, that's something, I guess. But why put mm, because because that is slavery. Yes, like that there's like there's a spell called thrall. Yeah, so I think that's evil. I think that necromancy is distasteful, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Um, if if the if if the police robot that you've got defending your um your city block from you know bandits and raiders and what have you is your dead grandma, <laughs> that's not quite so. That's uh, it's quite hard to tell just from the skeleton. But if she's still got the hair and the glasses and the pearls, and that's knitting. maybe a bit distasteful. Yeah, it's a bit distasteful, I think. But she's got she's got extra hands to do more knitting. They've been grafted on from other grandmas. it's cool. It's just skeletons, man. Yeah, it's fine. I like. I think that's that's maybe a bit distasteful. I wouldn't want to see that. Like, oh, maybe. Actually, come to think of it, maybe it would be nice to have Gran helping out around also, the place. She's you been know, put to
1: good use. Yeah, it's a waste just mouldering in the ground. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. I think. I think like like the next the next full setting that you and I write, Chris, should have legal necromancy. It's encouraged.
1: I think that we should do like the the Slaughterhouse Five, which is a party of five adventurers who have recently been in the slaughterhouse for a bit,
0: <laughs> and they have to apply all of their sheep gutting knowledge. Like they
1: have yeah, they have no idea, and they've got these spells that they can, they can do, <laughs> and like a horse, they don't know its name,
0: yeah, okay. but it can just
1: turn up. It can talk, maybe? Yeah, it can talk. Why not? And now now they're just like, right, cool. Now that you've done this, you have to fill out these forms. All right, let's start filling out their forms. Cool. You are on the 630 Goblin Watch. What? Yeah, there's a lot of caves down near Droitwich. Could you go in there and fuck them up? What? Yeah, I want you to murder sentient beings. It's the law.
0: (laughs) It's lawful. Never mind, it's the law.
1: Yeah. I need you to go and it, murder these goblins Like I don't I don't want to do that well you worked well, in the slaughterhouse you did the training
0: here we go it's a, hop on it's the a, wagon
1: it's an allegory for the Iraq war oh is it yeah wow. sign up for inscription and, and, then, it, and then they're fighting in a war they
0: didn't sign up for the mil- the uh, uh, I really like using the phrase the industrial military complex
1: it is good like judo cr- crustacean judo crustacean <laughs> I, I can't say it any other way now somebody said that once to me it was me. It probably, yeah.
0: I'm I said I, I i i use I use the phrase "Judo crustacean" instead of "Judeo Christian," doing yes. quite a tense investigation scene in an occult murder. <laughs> and I
1: can't get it out of my head now. It's just Judo crustacean.
0: Listen, shall we make like a Judo crustacean and throw this podcast hard, down onto the mat and then pinch it off so we get to the second half of it? The- no, it's the wrong.
1: Uh, Should uh, we move on? Yes let's Let's not ever look at that again.
0: Bye, bye. I mean, bye for a little bit.
1: Yeah, like short bit. But we'll be yeah. Make, make noise now.
0: Jingle. Did you ever want a game to exist, but not enough to make it yourself? Cranton and Chris make games. Nathan B writes in. No one must know I don't have superpowers.
1: <laughs>
0: so. Yes, to fit into the zeitgeist,
1: mm-hmm. it's just the exact plot of my, uh, uh, of the Avengers. Okay, because I imagine that that's what Robert Downey Jr. is thinking at all times. Well, yeah,
0: true. Um, I think
1: I, I'm not a superhero, but I can afford to be.
0: I that's the thing. That's the problem. with Your Batman's, your Iron Man's. So your Batsman. anyway, your Batsman. They have enough money to equal superpowers. Mm-hmm. What I what I'd much rather have is that like you you've signed the wrong form. You've signed up to superhero school and you don't really have any powers whatsoever. So you have to you have to convince people that that you do have superhero powers so you can get your weekly stipend from the government.
1: Oh, I like that. And like we can do multiple settings for that. Mm-hmm. So you've got the masks, you know, Superman end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. but also. You know, this owl just rocks up through your window and drops your letter going, you're going to Hogwarts, you're a wizard. You are not a wizard. (laughs) You are in no way a wizard. You do, however, understand how phones work (laughs) and have access to a computer.
0: All right, Chris. So, here's my question for you. Mm -hmm. You Oh, by the way, sorry, this is the second half of the podcast where we make up games based on suggestions that people sent in from Twitter. Um... You are teamed up with a series of superheroes. Your generic sort of flying man, um, woman who turns into a cat, um, mm-hmm. a, an alien who's made of crystal, whatever. You have to you have to convince them that you're, you, you're, them, and maybe your, like your agency, that your US superpowers using only mundane equipment. And I'm going to say a budget of about I'd say you get paid quite well, five hundred pounds a week to invest. Oh, that's not bad. In your sorry, that, that's that's the amount of disposable income you've got to invest in your super tricks.
1: But like, I can afford rent and stuff around that as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah Okay. Cool. Yeah. I
1: just I just need to know I was safe. You know. Now,
0: if if they ever find you out, that's gone.
1: That's fair. So first stop, a communal garden
0: magic shop. Actually, sorry, two hundred and fifty pounds a week. That gives you that gives you a clean grand a month. Sure. Okay. Communal garden magic I'm going magic to shop. a
1: magic shop, and I'm going to fill mm-hmm. up on gizmos now when i say gizmos right. i mean specifically hand buzzers mm-hmm. um i'm gonna get that gunk you know that gunk that you push back into the pot and it makes a fart noise mm-hmm. i'm gonna need a lot of that and be throwing that at everything mm-hmm. um but like ph- ph- putting some like and uh, what are they called the cherry bombs the caps that mm-hmm. you throw at the ground and they pop I'm yeah need those, those are fun
0: Fake dog turds.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm going to need... Uh, a. This is probably like a large one-time purchase. I'm going to need a dictaphone. Mm-hmm. Or something like that and a, and a Bluetooth speaker. Right. Um, to secrete on me for, obviously, dramatic music. Mm-hmm. Things like that. mm mm-hmm. um, And I think I just kind of... I think the best way to put it is style it out.
0: Yeah, What what's the identity you're building here? Because so far your superhero power is throwing goo at people.
1: Yeah, that was just when I was hanging with Spider-Man. Right, yeah, um, because okay. I I'm nothing if not a social chameleon. Mm-hmm. Maybe, that's, maybe that's maybe that's the name. I'm a social chameleon.
0: <laughs> not a natural chameleon. I should stress that. No,
1: um, can't
0: change my color. Very Although good. I've, at, I've been saving up for some paint.
1: Very good at fitting into groups. Okay. So like when you're with Spider-Man, you try and replicate Spider-Man's moves, mm-hmm. and like like a dodgy grappling hook and some <laughs> Um <laughs>
0: And like, and like Iron Man you've got a series of ramps and an office chair so you can fly yeah and like you're with, and, like, and like a fire extinguisher yeah
1: and you're with you're with Superman and you just hold mm. tightly onto his broad shoulders when he flies
0: yeah that'd be great um, or like, like if you hold onto his foot you probably wouldn't
1: notice no 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 you're just like well why are you doing that well why, why, why are you gripping onto me while we fly well I'm helping you go faster you see? Yes. It's yeah. all about how and like,
0: you frame what's going on. Yeah, and like, like you, you've got like hairspray or something, which you just hold out of shot and spray, which boosts him forward a little bit further. Exactly. I'm gonna go for a fire themed super uh, superpower. Uh, bold. Now, fire is is fire is very much it's, it's Prometheus. It is mm. the it is the the element of mankind's mastery over the natural world. Absolutely. We took fire, and we named it Half. So, this is going to involve, one, gasoline. Yes. Qu- quite a lot of it. I'm thinking, like, a gasoline spray, gasoline... So I may have to sort of build my own gadgets in that way. But primarily what it's going to involve is me dousing areas in gasoline where I think a fight's going to happen. Oh,
1: I see. So you're, you're, you're Batman prepping.
0: Yeah, more like arsonist prepping.
1: So you- what I was thinking for the for, for the fiery superhero mm-hmm. is that what you do is at night when everybody's asleep in their superhero beds mm-hmm. um is you cover the entire school in gasoline.
0: Risky, but I like it. Everything. Everything and then all the pens.
1: And then during maths. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, God, I can't control it! And then drop a lighter. Oh,
0: ingenious. And then the entire like place goes up.
1: Obviously, you're going to get saved. There's nothing but people to save you there. Yeah. You're getting out of that. But when yeah. you go... When you're outside, what you want to do is shake as much as you can and go, never again.
0: No, never again. again. Yeah, that's very smart. I must smart, work yeah. to
1: control my powers within this school. Yeah. So ingenious. you don't have to... You don't have to display your powers because that would be too dangerous.
0: Mm. But like hint at it, and, and like and like occasionally start small fires around you, just to sort of keep them on the on the yeah. sand on the trail. You, you wear like that, you know yeah.
1: like that that stuff that um, Formula One drivers wear to stop themselves
0: dying in a fire.
1: Yeah, you like wear that underneath your trousers and set fire to mm. your foot. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you yeah, know, you know, you're smart. not all going yeah. up. But yeah, I do want to say it might not be a great idea to burn down a school right off the bat.
1: I think you should do it day two.
0: Like, go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Yeah. All right. Fair play. Not that
1: you've got a home to go to at that point if it fails. But <laughs> give me a suggestion for a
0: game, please. I will give you a suggestion for a game. Because that's pretty strong, and I think I think that, that there's a lot of fun around. Um, nobody can find out I don't have superpowers, but I think we should maybe like do a little bit more. Like, see see if we can build up some rhythm around this.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say one from Omega Will, who's online mm. and loving it. Oh no, <laughs> I've locked myself out of jail. Okay, so you need to get you need to break back into jail. It needs a strong word. Have to. Mm. Like it is it is necessary for you to break back into jail. Maybe you left your house keys in there when you escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. <laughs>
0: Oh, like like in the box where you put your things? Maybe you forgot your wife. In jail? Yes. That's okay. Maybe
1: you broke in and just just enjoyed the, the, the whole heist feeling so much.
0: You want to keep doing it?
1: Well, no, no. I was actually going to say that you just ignored the actual reason you were there, which was to get your wife out.
0: Right, yeah. I then see. you
1: escaped from the jail and then you're outside. And, oh, bollocks on your own in there for something.
0: So I mean, like, there's probably a scenario in that you escape from prison, and like the guy who you're escaping with gets caught, and so you have to break back into a prison to break him out of prison. That's good. I think that's that's been done like a couple of times.
1: Yeah, there's a, um, I will say Bruce Willis, but it's definitely not Bruce Clint Eastwood.
0: Clint Eastwood, uh, there's a mission in Watchdogs. Um, it's the I'm gonna say the first 20 minutes of Fast and Furious Eight. I, There's a know, lot I never bothered around.
1: watching that far.
0: Oh, sorry, shit, sorry. It's also in Fast and Furious uh, 6. I never bothered watching that far. <laughs> we watched it. together.
1: Did we? They're no. all the same.
0: Um, yeah, they're all the same film, except Paul Walker dies halfway through one of them. Yeah. I'm not sure about this one. No? I am feeling good about My info suggestion, who says, Lap Cat, you must vanquish the forces of darkness, but your cat just fell asleep on you and you wouldn't dream of waking them up find a way to save the world without disturbing your kitty. <laughs> so kitty. So kitty. I'm imagining kitty. I'm imagining a it's a it's a, it's like a single screen um uh computer game. It's um it's pixel art kind okay. of kind of kind of uh, imagine like uh I'm going to say Devolver Digital who don't make games but we but you know what I mean. Yes. Yes, they they certainly fucking take ownership of them. And you're there with your cat, and you have to like you have to sort of like you've got W S A and D to to, to sort of shift your body left and right underneath the cat. Can't do it too much to sort of do a big lean. Yeah, you, you can do. Oh no, no, sorry, leaning's on the mouse. Right. See, I was, I was imagining that as a sort of stretch. So, so you uh, you hold down right click, and then your right arm, well, it'd be left arm because you'd be looking at your, your avatar. Your left arm, uh, you you gain control of that, and you start reaching. Now, if you reach too much, cat's like and wait. Because you, you've got up, like a little cool. moggy meter. You've got a cat, and like it's all visually represented. No, no, I mean mute, like a, so. a moggy
1: meter. Like you can, like you can read the disturbance of the cat, and if the bar fills up.
0: Oh, so it's 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 pronounced megimeter.
1: Okay, uh, a megimeter. Uh, um, no, actually, megimeter is mogs per million. Like it's like a Geiger uh, like, uh, counter. Yes.
0: Um, I think I think that I'd like to have it all just represented so you have to sort of learn how to read the cat rather than okay, just having yeah. a cat bar that goes up. Because you know? cats,
1: technically, they're traditionally very scrutable animals.
0: They're, they're, that's just because you don't own one. They're fairly scrutable.
1: I've owned a cat.
0: Have you? Yes. All right, fine. Point is, they're, 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 yeah, they're not as scrutable as dogs. They're more scrutable than, say, lizards. That's very true, yeah. Um, and so, like, like if you, if you shuffle around and, like, all, all through the time, of course, you're saving the world, oh, so you have to like you you have to like reach up above your fireplace and take down the sword, <laughs> and then a demon comes in, and you have to like there's this kind of a surgeon simulator vibe in that you have to hand your sword over to the other side and hold it in front of your door, so when the demon runs through, that he gets stabbed, <laughs> and you're gonna put it back very, and then your tea's getting cold, so you you got to like drink some tea, and then maybe and then maybe like fuss your cat a little bit. So it so it stays calm whilst fighting off demons and like throwing your sword through the window and like if you to, kind of
1: fuss its back a
0: little bit you can get it to yeah. roll and you yeah, kind of move always, with yeah. the roll so you shift to the other side of the sofa yeah there. yeah for sure for sure um, I, quite like I think that. that's, that's actually quite charming I think that would do quite, that would do quite well
1: plus I, I, I'm waiting for the cat scene where like the demon breaks through the door and you're just like just completely wordlessly going shh there's a cat
0: sleeping on
1: me. Like, Please. you're pointing yeah. and gesturing. Oh, no, like, I, I oh, just no. like,
0: everyone's respecting the cat. Yeah, that's
1: what I mean. Like, you, you alert the demon.
0: Yeah, and the, and, and the demon's like, oh, sorry.
1: So it stops roaring. It immediately ceases. You still have the fight, obviously. But it's quieter.
0: James no. Lee writes in, the gay escape. Like mansions of madness, but the players have to escape the ever increasing gay agenda, featuring pride, rainbows, storms, etc. <laughs> I love storms. Well, some um, some fucking lunatics believe that uh, extreme weather events are due to homosexuality.
1: To the gay. Mm. Yes. So, like,
0: so, like, the, the, they can summon tornadoes, and that's and that's God's that's God's wrath on like, homosexuals. I quite like
1: that idea, though.
0: I I think They're not, like the, not be, the God's was,
1: wrath part. I, I, no. I should state that, but the the fact that you're 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 so gay that you mm-hmm. can command the weather,
0: I think that's actually a better game. Mm. So you you have to so like you are you are effectively high level druids, except you do it through queerness.
1: Yeah, like I can just and imagine like you're you're standing on a beach, right? There's there's your party there, mm-hmm. um, and the nemo- the nemesis is coming towards you, like gut in mm. hand, got you yeah, cornered. John Straitman. Yeah, John Straitman um, looks a lot like Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you do is you just very passionately kiss your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And a tsunami sweeps over you and kills him.
0: I, just, I really like that. So, like, so like it works like Final Fantasy. So it all works off. So, like, all of, all of your party is in a big queer polycule. And it's about about the various gay things you do with each other that that inflict status damage and tornadoes. (laughs) I see. But the idea would be that you'd recruit more people to to your polykills. So it's a revolution game. And you have to overthrow Straitsville. Isn't everything these days? Isn't everything these days? Well, if I'm writing it, yeah. So (laughs) Look, I just
1: think games don't
0: need to be political. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) what, What if I could play The Oppressors? Wouldn't that be like, fuck off. Um, <clears throat> sorry. There's some threads on Reddit. Um, the you you want to take advantage, so you need to you need to summon an extreme weather event to destabilize the environment enough that you can strike a coup against the uh, against the straight pride parade. Mm-hmm. By summoning a full tornado, like 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 you can summon like I think the most you could do is a lightning strike by doing a quick reach around. Yeah. Like, like, in, like, like personally, as, 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 like, a direct attack. But what you have to do primarily is destroy the city <laughs> through gay love. <laughs> I love that. I'd really like that. Also, Mike Harrison Wood in writes in Hugby. Oh, <laughs> rugby, but there's no ball. Oh,
1: that sounds <laughs> lovely. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that's how you unleash the Ultima summons. In the previous
0: the game, I think you probably have to do more than hugging. Well, I, th- I think it's a special kind of hug. It's, a, it's
1: a whole, rug, it's a, it's two whole rugby teams. Oh, okay. Like that's pretty yeah. gay.
0: Yeah, the ultimate summon is two, two teams of big Welsh men enjoying each other's bodies. Yeah, just like,
1: just like, outwardly very very straight looking get men, like mm-hmm. big manly lumberjack men, mm-hmm. and yeah, super gay. Yeah,
0: super gay yeah, yeah, I like it.,
1: ah, and also, it's the last match of the Five Nations, okay? because it's televised in a massive stadium. Mm. And I think that you need that kind of power, you need you need mm-hmm. that kind of you know televised nature of it to amp everything mm. up.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like like I think I think recruiting the rugby teams and getting them on your side and like replacing any straight members with with queer members would be like that would be like that would be the 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 most of the second act <laughs> of the game. Yeah, just 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 a heist where you've got to
1: try and replace <laughs> people in rugby teams
0: or or um improve the overall um level of of queer acceptance in professional sport, so so they feel free to come out. I think
1: honestly, it's going to be a lot easier just to replace them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just have just have <laughs> just put in just put in very gay people. Yeah, like yeah. that's That's not happening. Like that's the media. Mm, that's true. Can't control the media.
1: Mm.
0: Well, somebody can. Give me, evidently, give me some. Suge- yes, yeah, someone. Give me some <laughs> suggestions, please.
1: Mortified penguin, who's at spooky penguins, which I Ooh. love. Beat around the bush, a game of fanatical horticulture, <laughs> which is
0: just the funniest available shit. So I'm viewing it. as like um, in my head, it was, it was basically mountain blade, but you have to do gardening. That's good. And like, and so you've got flails and hammers and swords and battering rams and all kinds of crazy shit, but you don't fight each other you just you just use they could maybe cut down a tree
1: but like there's there's Daniel Hahn, I believe is the pronunciation here
0: there's spades in the park
1: a game of urban botanical resistance and meadow run free-thinking peasants engaging guerrilla agriculture against an overwhelming feudal system
0: <laughs>
1: but I mean beats around the bush is the funny one
0: yeah I think I think meadow and shadow uh, are so slug <laughs> I mean they don't rhyme
1: but I I love this idea of just like what are you what are you going to do to beat the dragon grow a tree, going to grow a tree. Oh, when when will when will the dragon die? Forty fifty year. Oh Jesus,
0: we are fucked. <laughs> ben Sorry writes in booze at ten with Trevor McDonald. <laughs> Trevor McDonald is getting increasingly wanked on hooch.
1: No, 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 no. He is already mad drunk. And it's okay. an everyone is John situation. You're controlling limbs. <laughs> and you're just... But, like, <clears throat> it's 9.56 and you're on the other side of BBC Television House. And you've got to up your, your fucking way across, <laughs> a, across, the, across... Like, through the canteen. He
0: has to get there. He has to
1: get there. Then, like,
0: like, listen, listen, Trevor McDonald, absolute fucking professional. Once, oh, yeah. once, once he gets on stage, once he gets the, um, how did the music go?
1: When news at
0: ten? Yeah, it went we like. We are the
1: news at ten. The news 10. at ten. We got all of the news. It is here. News at ten.
0: That's the one. Love that. Uh, it, was, it was almost time for me to go to bed when I heard that jaunty tune. Mm. Uh, but Trevor McDonald, absolute professional. Once he gets on stage, he's like, he's absolutely like, Welcome to the news at ten. Which I believe is what he sounded like. Identical. So it's just he's oh he's so fucking drunk. Oh, he is ripped. He's destroyed. He's, he's steaming. Mm. He's been he's been on the Rioka since Half past 4.
1: Yeah. And he's, and like, he, has, he's he has drunk 18 pints of Rioka
0: He's gone quiet. Mm. That 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 particular sort of can't quite keep your eyes open. Mm, drunk and you've got to get him there however there's a lot of people like asking him things and he just like like it's he can't understand what they're saying there's skateboards around yep uh there's there's gravy on the floor that you can trip over Judith on jeez charmers is in the way yeah she's there um but yeah he's the
1: sort of drunk where he can, he can see one thing at a time
0: you know yes. you know that sort
1: of drunk where like you're only completely aware in any way shape or form of the
0: light switch right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this is the thing.
1: Yeah. So I imagine that, like, if it were a video game, because I want this to be a role-playing game rather than a video game, but if it were a video yeah, game, yeah, yeah. like, the world is a little is a little bit blurry and drunk effect, except mm. for, like, the doors to, you need to get through.
0: I think it'd be nice to have, to have a... Um, so it's a bit like a first-person shooter, except when you click on something, the more you click on it, the more it focuses and you can use it. That's quite good. So just really sort of... <clears throat> It's a chair. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we got this. It's like um, <clears throat> I'd also like Maurice Stewart to be the villain. Yes. Because like, she's obviously she, she's from the Beeb.
1: I really think they need to get Morris Stewart into Bond films.
0: She'd be great, wouldn't
1: she? I think she'd be astonishing. Like either, hell. either, Knockout Dench
0: had her time. Honestly, is she that happened uh, in the last one?
1: No, but like I meant like generally. Not in the oh, films. Oh,
0: no, 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 hey, hey, hey.
1: No, Dench has been taking that limelight for too long.
0: Whoa. I like Dench. Give I somebody else she, a turn. She did just release a three-episode programme about how much she enjoys a tree. She is maybe getting a little bit out of control. Dotty. Yeah. Hey, hey. Mm. She's, uh, she's sharp, as a, sharp as a nail, that one. Sharp as a tuck. Sharp as a tack. Sharp as a tuck. Who did they replace Dench with? Um, What's his name? Very um, Fines.
1: Oh, rubbish.
0: Yeah, he's all right. You know. Anyway, point is,
1: Morris Stewart point, should either do that yeah. or the villain. I'd I'd prefer villain, but either way, we need to get her a Bond film, and I'll take it either
0: by. way. Either way, she's excellent, or I'd love to see Morris Stewart act badly and have a bit of a laugh about it.
1: No, should be should be glorious. Glorious. Like I imagine, um, I imagine her just coldly like shooting a man
0: <laughs> before the scene starts. Yeah. Just to get in the, in the feel of it, you know? In, in, in a Christian Bale lighting engineer sort of situation. Exactly, yeah. What a horrible man. Oh, what an awful tool. What a horrible tool. I, I often I often think about Christian Bale chewing out that lighting engineer and really hope he gets hit by a bus or something. <laughs> yeah, it didn't need to happen. No, he was rude. Anyway, I think we might be veering towards the end of the of I think the we might
1: be slopping our way around to it, yes.
0: Tim... Tim Lewis writes in Wolf Hoaxer.
1: That's the plot of a boy who cried wolf, isn't it? Mm.
0: But you, but like it's a role playing game, and they like you know what they've heard you say wolf before, right? Mm. Problem is wolves are actually coming. So what you're going to do is get increasingly large and elaborate ways of saying a wolf is coming. We're talking parades, <laughs> like pamphleting uh, campaigns, or do we, a, do, we, do we a hit song?
1: Yeah. Do we flip it? And in fact, mm-hmm. you want to destroy that town with wolves, but you know that there's a really watchful boy.
0: It's still a misinformation. And what you've got to do is wolves. gaslight
1: the shit out of a child until you can finally flood their town with wolves. You have
0: to dress up as a wolf.
1: Yeah, like Wile Coyote
0: dressing up as a sheep. Oh, I really like that. One. Oh man, oh, that, what that little shit. I'll show him. We'll show him, won't we, boys? So, I
1: think, the last one I'd like to just mention, mm-hmm. for me at least, is probably my favourite of this week's potential games, which has. They've already explained everything you need to know in this one tweet. It's, yeah. it's perfect. This is from Finn Cullen mm-hmm. Coney Lingus. Track down mm-hmm. all the escaped rabbits on a flight to Dublin before they gnaw through vital cables and plunge the plane into the Irish Sea. We ain't going down today, not that way anyway.
0: I really like this. Perfect. It's very good. It's. Funny. I think that it's an interesting I th- game. I think that it should involve um, oral sex in some way to Obviously. live up to the pun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how that works. Like the rabbits. I don't know.
1: It's an. It's a terrifyingly graphic ending scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if like, if you and win. through the credits, the cre- if you, like all the names go up past it. If you win the pilot goes down on you. Yeah. And it's really hot.
1: But it is like it's like if it like in a video oh, game, okay. it switches from pixel art to FMV. Yeah,
0: like, it's unpleasantly graphic. It's a video and it's like it's like it's been filmed in an aeroplane toilet. Yeah. a bathroom. Um no, actually so in the toilet you're very small I really people. I really like the idea. I really like the idea of um frantically running around a uh, a, a an aeroplane and like you've got a very small amount of time and you have to like 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 look everywhere and find little rabbits because because like finding a rabbits quite nice I quite yes. like finding a rabbit
1: yeah but like everyone and I get gonna, to not everyone die. Everyone's going to be doing that that walk that dads do when their kids are about to do something stupid Oh, 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 yeah. Where, where you, you're bent over and you kind of hop between leg to leg, like, oh, no, come here, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You, you're, you're, not, you're not running. No, but you But you're definitely moving above but a But, like, your,
1: your feet are slightly wider than your shoulders. Mm, mm-hmm. And you're hopping between the two. Oh, no, you little tyke, come on.
0: I like, I like to call it a dad waddle. Mm. Or twaddle.
1: <laughs> yes, it's twaddle.
0: <laughs> I... I like this a great deal. I worry that it's going to be quite it's, it's either a simple finding object game or it's going to be too difficult to program um moving or like all the people moving around on the plane to 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 make it interesting or it's a role playing game we have to describe the, you have to describe the world too much. Yeah. Cuz like, the game is searching because for things. Cuz it's got a
1: lot of interesting stuff in there. So you've got a fail condition the plane crashes. You've got a scene, you've got the you got you know a, a tight bottle episode style scene.
0: Mhm.
1: Um but also, you've got a finite duration.
0: A larp would be interesting.
1: A larp would be interesting, yeah, um, because if you, you take can hire off, a plane. Yeah, you take off in, let's say, Gatwick. Okay. And you fly to Dublin, right? And if obviously they get to Dublin, they open the doors. Ireland is suddenly swarmed by an awful invasive species of rabbit. Oh no! Then their ecosystem screwed. It's a mess. That's that's the twist. Hmm. That's a twist at the end. So even if you get it there, you've still got a potential problem if you haven't caught all the rabbits. Ooh.
0: I i think we should pick which one we're doing. Okay. I really like the one where you destroy a world by kissing men.
1: I think that's a strong contender,
0: honestly. That uh, so was James Lee, The Gay Escape. Now, James Lee did, of course, do, I believe, a satirical. Um, I, I fucking hope it was satirical. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you've um, got a problem. <laughs> Uh, joke about about the ever increasing gay agenda. Um but I love the idea that so so we focus on storms. I think you can also do rainbows, uh parades, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I really like the idea of being druids who get to who get like in like you get to do nice kisses and sex on people who you fancy. And that so it's so it's like it's like there's a romance game, but also it's a JRPG style party battler. Yes. I think that's quite fun. I think that a dream daddy showed us. There's, there's, there's a market. There's a
1: huge there's market. There's a market. For
0: it. There's a market for gay games written by, from what I can tell, a stra- ostensibly straight men. <laughs> That's what the people want. What That's what the, the people are going to get. Getting. Yes, precisely.
1: So, what are we going to call it? Um, kissing up a storm. Tornadoes of love. Wet and wild. Tsunami to meet you. I don't get that one
0: either. No. Rugby. Um, no. <laughs> no.
1: Bring the gay. I've got nothing. Some, something with the word apocalypse. Um
0: Queerpocalypse? That sounds uh, Apocalypse Queer. That's quite good. Mm-hmm. Probably can't Yeah, you know, yeah, it's apocalypse queer. That's the one. It's gotta be. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you for listening to Hearty Dice Friends. I hope you enjoy our upcoming game, Apocalypse Queer. Which we're definitely uh, which... going to make. Definitely like, going like to make. Like
1: we've made all the others.
0: Well, I mean, have they been have they been reviewing, by the way? You're, you're, you're more in touch with the uh, with the internet than I am. They've ha- been scoring they been doing...
1: very highly with the 16 to 60
0: crowd. Oh, that's good. That's a prime market. Mm, that is, yes. Good, hmm, good, good. Okay. Uh, are we making money off them? Like, are we selling them or giving them away free? You're not, no. Oh. I am. Oh. What? That seems unfair.
1: What did I say? Well the
0: we'll discuss we'll discuss this during the AGM. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Hearty Dose Friends. If you've enjoyed this, go to patreon.com forward slash Hearty Dose Friends. I mean if you've really enjoyed it, because the next bit is you give us some money forever. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. You can forever. give us and not binding. <laughs> Yes, you can give us some. You can give us a bit of money if you'd like. Uh, if you've enjoyed this and wanna, you can come hang out in the Discord and listen to some cool episodes and hang out with all all, all the cool people who are cool. Uh, we want to start doing some. I, I really want to play Totally Accurate Delivery Simulator <laughs> with 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 my friends on the Hearty Dice Friends Discord. Yes,
1: well, we will have to wait until it comes out now because the beta. Ah, uh, uh,
0: bums. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, 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 we should play some games. We need to get some more card games going with the lovely people yeah. from the boot. Yeah. So, um, so if if you have any suggestions for co-op games uh, that, aren't, that aren't Monster Hunter World, because I bounced off that like a fucking wall. Yeah. Because you don't like good games. Oh, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's so inscrutable.
1: It's beautifully scrutable Now, if you do have a good suggestion, please put it in the video games forum and at, and at at least one of us.
0: Yes. Thank you. Um. Thank you. We love you very much. Go and have fun. Run around. Have a great week. Live your best life. Do something that scares you, but in a good way. And just live. We love you. Live, darling. What is wrong about Monster Hunter? Live! Bye. Bye.